So um, the title of our message this morning is They Said Yes. They so said we're going to yes. talk about the Christmas story. And I want to first, um, I'm going to read it in this translation. I'm going to have you How many check. children are in this place right now? Are there any children here? It's like you guys are so quiet. All right. Well, don't worry. This is kid-friendly, so we're going to ask you lots of questions at the end. We are. So pay attention. Maybe. Okay. We're going to try to do this in a short amount of time. Okay. Turn with us to Luke 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. You want to read out of this translation? Yeah. Um, to 38. Luke 1, verse 6. Did you? Okay. It says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth. You guys all met him already? Okay. A village uh, to, to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, who you also met, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. No, more like, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be frightened, Mary, the angel told her. For God has decided to bless you. You will become pregnant and have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. You know, I just want to pause real quick right there. His kingdom will never end. And, and we've been saying this um, for the last few weeks, that the kingdom of God doesn't stop. And so we started making plans for 2021, regardless of what's happening in this, in this world. We, we're... Because we don't, we don't, we're not from this earth, right? We're from the kingdom of God. We're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. We are on this earth, but we're not from it, right? Because we've been translated to the kingdom of light. So, you know, when it says here that, you know, his, his kingdom has no end, it's a kingdom that never stops, that continues and continues and continues. So we're not dependent. Our plans don't depend on this world or what's happening here, you know? So don't put your life on hold anymore. Amen. It says, um, uh, it was on verse, which verse did I stop? Never end. Verse 34, Mary asked the angel, but how can I have a baby? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby born to you will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she's already in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant, and I am willing to accept whatever he wants. May everything you have said come true. And the angel left. So powerful. So the title of the message is, And They Said Yes. And um, Mary's yes to Jesus is what changed the world. There's so much power in our yes to the Lord. And as we saw a little glimpse of the story this morning, um, you know, she didn't realize how hard that yes was going to be because they conquered so, they had to push through so many worldly no's to keep their yes, yes to the Lord. 
And I love Mary and Joseph because they kept their yes through struggle. And this is something I want to encourage us today. There's great seasons where that yes, you know, you get a great prophetic word. God shows you your destiny and you're just soaring in the spirit. And then sometimes the enemy tries to bring everything to steal your destiny. And there's so many no's around and it's so easy in the flesh to want to give up. I am sure Mary wanted to give up, you know, like, okay, you said this is a gift. This is not feeling like a gift. And sometimes our destiny here on earth doesn't feel like a gift. When the enemy's trying to ruin your reputation or you're having to lay down your life or whatever that yes requires of you. But I am telling you, when you say yes and you push through the struggle, the reward is so very great. And I'm so proud of you. I've, we have seen people keep their yes to the Lord in yeah. what was a lot of struggle this year yeah. in this world. And there is great reward in that. And um, in the Passion Translation, Luke 1.30, I love what it says. It says, um, this is the Passion Translation. Luke 1.30. 1.30 says, but the angel reassured her saying, do not yield to your fear. Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. And I just love that. It says, do not yield. Yeah. How many drivers are here? You know what yielding means, right? <laughs> right? And it's a choice, right? And so the angel's telling her, Mary, you're going to have an opportunity, probably many, yeah. to yield into fear, to succumb to yes. fear, to, to come under the authority of fear. So don't yield to it. Run it like a red light. No, I'm just kidding. You know? <laughs> There's officers in the room. We don't. Don't run. Yeah. Don't, don't yield into fear. I don't, and how many opportunities have we had this year to yield into fear, right? Yeah. He's like, here's a new opportunity. Just yeah. like we said, there's new mercies every morning. There's also new opportunities for fear and offense every morning, every day, coming at you from the north, south, the east, and the west, and straight out of your palm, right? <laughs> yeah. Right in your phone, everywhere you open up, there's, there's a new opportunity to yield to fear. Yeah. And so the angel's word for Mary is the same word that God has given us. Do not yield to fear. Do not yield to fear. Yeah. And, you know, I can't even imagine having an angel appear to me. I mean, I'm sure in the moment we would say yes to Well, you to can anything. imagine just just, just yeah. right now you had yeah. Victor show us. Victor, so that's probably what it was like. No. Yeah. But, you know, in all that glory, it's so easy to say yes in those glorious moments. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder going home that night, like, okay, um, how is everybody else going to take the news? Because back then, being pregnant out of wedlock, your destiny didn't look bright. You were actually stoned. I mean, this is her whole reputation, small town. Then her fiancé, it's like God didn't even forewarn Joseph. She had to wait a little bit. Like, I don't understand God's timing in this, but I just, he, he didn't always make it easy because if everything was easy, there would be no faith. We would never need God. And I'm not saying that God creates struggle, but it gives God amazing opportunity to show himself big. And if we have that mindset in the struggle, oh, I see. I'm going to give my Savior an opportunity to make himself so, so big. Um, 
I think Joseph and Mary are some of the courageous and bravest people in the Bible. And I think being brave and courageous is one of the rarest character traits we find today. It's hard to stand up and be brave. And bravery doesn't mean like, I'm gonna do it if everybody does it. Because I think even if Joseph said no, Mary would have kept her yes on. And brave means I'm doing it for me even if nobody else follows. You know, your yes to the Lord is so personal. It's not yes if they say yes. Yes, if he keeps his yes. Yes, if everything lines up. But yes, because it's me and God and I'm saying yes to him. And so our yes to the Lord is so very powerful. And she was so brave. And I realized, you know, every person in the Bible that did great things for the Lord was brave. And being brave doesn't mean you're not scared. Because the angel said, don't yield to your fear. What does that mean? There was fear. There was all kinds of fear in her face. But she didn't yield to it. She kept yielding to the promise of the Lord, kept yielding herself to the promise of the Lord. And that is what we have to do in the struggle. What did God say on the mountaintop when we're in the valley? What did God say? And keep that before us so that we can get through that. You know, being, being brave doesn't mean sometimes you're not a little scared, you know. But the difference between being scared and being yielding to fear is that fear paralyzes you. Fear locks you down. You're, you're done. You're not going anywhere. You're paralyzed. Kind of like when, you know, when you're crossing the street or you see somebody cross the street, the car's coming, and what do they do? Instead of running or keep moving, they, they freeze, right? Because yeah. they yield to fear. And, and, and it's like it's this paralyzing thing that you've yielded to, so now you can't move. But see, brave ones just, just continue moving forward. And you might be a little scared sometimes, you know? And, it might, and it's something you might grow into, but bravery and, and courage is, is one of the most important traits and, and characteristics of great leaders, yeah. you know? If you think about it, you'd love to follow someone who is brave and courageous, right. not someone who is terrified and, you know, in, in hiding or, or, or whatever. You know what I mean, right? We want to follow the brave ones. We want to follow the courageous ones. And God has called us to be those leaders. God has called us to be the courageous ones. You know, and a lot of times people think like, okay, being courageous, you know, is like, is not using wisdom. And that's not it at all. You know, when you have a word from God, then that's wisdom. Wisdom that's is to right. follow the word of God. That's right. So what is he, what is he said? And, and Mary had a word, right? Yeah. And she had to be courageous to yeah. go through with it. Yeah. Bravery is keeping your yes in struggle. That is the bravest thing that we can do. Those things that the Lord has called us to, those things that we told the Lord yes to, that we stay to that. We're committed to the kingdom and what God said in the toughest times is the truest form of bravery. Um, Hebrews 12, 2, it says, it talks about Jesus on the cross, and it says that, um, you know, on the cross was the probably one of the biggest struggles on earth. He, he, he uh, went through a lot of struggles on earth because it says that he is a priest that can sympathize with us. There's nothing that we have gone through that Jesus does not understand. I mean, what kind of savior does that? He didn't have to do that. He could have died. You know, he could have come on earth fully grown already and just died, lived one day, but he lived 
33 years mm -hmm. to experience life yeah. that we experience. So he can sympathize and understand our weakness and hard times and, and all of the things that happens. But it says it was for the joy set before him mm -hmm. that he endured the cross. That he kept his yes on even at the cross. And that joy was all of us. Him redeeming all of us. That this is, this is not the end of the story. And I want to say that this morning. If you are going through a hard time, I'm telling you it's not the end of the story. Because we win and it's victorious and it's so good. We don't just win by a little. We win by a lot. And Jesus is coming to rule and reign on earth. His kingdom is coming on earth for a thousand years. And we are coming in all the glory with the Lord. But Jesus first came as a baby in a manger, you know. And there are seasons that we're laying down our lives right now because people need to hear about the Lord. People need to come into the kingdom. But when Jesus comes back, he's not coming back lowly. He's coming back mighty. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, the roaring lion. And we are all coming back with him in our glorified bodies to rule and reign as kings and priests on the Lord. That is our destiny. I'm telling you, it's very, very good. It's so good. We have such good news that is coming. And that was why Jesus said, I am bringing good news. And him just coming as a baby is just the beginning of it. It gets me so excited. If you really think about all of the nations are going to come and bow before Jesus. The ones that rejected him, the ones that rejected us and said, you Christians, you're missing it. You're weak. You don't know what you're talking about. They're going to be humbled before the presence of the Lord. And guess who's standing with them? All of us. All of the mocking, the worlds that, that is the corruption, all of that are going to be humbled before. They're going to kneel and bow before Jesus and call him Lord. We're so blessed we get to do that now. Yeah. That day is coming, and it's going to be so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to close with this. You know, um, I think for me personally, I don't know about Ben, but one of the hardest things for me personally this year was uh, to see a lot of people let their yes go to the Lord this year to fear. Um, people that I love a lot, and I'm still believing God's going to bring them back because, you know, he is. He's There are his kids. But I just want to encourage you to keep your yes strong because it might get tougher. It might not. It might, you know, I think God has many years of goodness and prosperity for us. But he is coming back, and it is going to get dark. And in the struggle, keep your yes before the Lord. Um, there's one of our favorite family games is cover your assets. I want to say that really clearly. <laughs> cover your assets. And it's like this. Um, you, you collect assets and you can steal and trade. And you can have like so many assets build up. And somebody can steal it right before your eyes. Where you're like a millionaire and then you have nothing. And at the very last of the game, the last move, you can have absolutely nothing. Like you're losing, it's not looking good, and you inherit everything on the table. That is us. You steal it, actually. But you steal it. We get, we get yes. the picture. We get but the picture. you know what? We yeah. get to steal back from the enemy. For the purpose of this teaching. That's our inheritance. I don't care what 
cards are laying before you right now or what it looks like, I'm telling you, our inheritance is so, so great. And keeping your yes through the struggle, there's great times coming. We need to celebrate that. As Jesus kept the joy before him, you get out those prophetic words. Was it not interesting that we had the most powerful prophetic conference? I heard the words over your lives. And we've had so many prophetic words this year. And nearly almost all of our leadership gets knocked out with sickness. (laughs) The enemy's scared. He's scared and he's trying to steal our destiny and our prophetic words. But we're fighters. We see that. He is not going to steal that. So you need to get your prophetic words back out and declare it over your life. Um, The Lord said, do you remember, Kara, what I told you in August? The best season is about to come. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Because there was a couple really hard weeks to see people struggling, you know, to see people sick and struggling. I want to take care of everybody. And it hurt my heart and see people fall away from the Lord. I'm like, this doesn't look like a good season, God. Where's that good season? And he said, keep your yes. You keep pastoring. You keep loving. You keep believing. And the best season is coming. And then he showed me that picture of cover your assets. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm getting all the inheritance back. We're getting all those who uh, walked away from the Lord coming back. We're getting all of those things that the enemy thinks he can steal back. And so, Nick, you'll be really proud of me. I did my I am statements. I redid them and on poster board, and I just started clearing over my life every single morning. I am this, and God said this, and I am this, and God said this. And, and all of that joy, you know, as Jesus put the joy, the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. All of a sudden, I'm in hope and joy and peace, and I'm so excited for next year because we win. Jesus already won, and it's exciting, and it's good. Amen. So... You have two options. You can yield to fear and yeah. put everything on hold. Or you can say yes to the Lord. Remember the words that he's spoken to you. Remember the yeah. dreams and the vision that he's given you. He's not putting that on hold. He's not waiting. Yeah. Like, God's not like, well, I, I didn't foresee this. So just like, just wait. Just word. wait. Just hold, hold up. We'll see next year what happens. Like, God's not like that, right? God's not moved. He's, he's our father. Just, you know, when uh, we were talking, we had a great men's breakfast yesterday, and I was, I was just letting, uh, sharing this with the men. And I said, you know, wh- when a child is scared, when one of, the, one of the children is scared, what do they do? They look at mom and dad, right? Yeah. Because that's their strength. They're like, pick me up, hold me, protect me, yeah. right? That's, they look to their father. They look to their mom, right? What would happen if you turn to your mom or dad and they're running and they're scared? And they're in panic. Now that's that's a real problem. Yeah. Right? So whenever you feel like fear is coming and, and you're like, oh, you're not so sure, you know, just look to your father. What does he look like? He's not surprised. He's not panicked. He's not scared. Right? And he's he's on, on the, the throne, throne laughing yeah. at the plans of the enemy. Yeah, that's right. So we we come to him and we and, and we like, okay, so remind me again, what did you say about me? Yeah. Man, what did you say about my life? Okay. All right. We're going to keep moving forward. We're going to keep making plans. We're going to keep taking steps that way because nothing in this world, you know, can hold us back from what God has for us. Yeah. You know, the biggest lie is that there's something more powerful than God. And there's something more powerful than, than his word. And there it isn't. So it's time to pull out the things that God has said. And remember That's what right. he said when you were on the mountaintop as you're going through the valley. Yeah. Amen. So let me pray uh, this morning. And uh, 
I'm going to ask the, uh, the, our prayer team to come up front. And, and, and this morning, <clears throat> I want to invite you for two things. First of all, if you've never accepted the gift of Jesus in your life, I'm a, a prayer team, come up front, please. And, um, and if you've never accepted the gift of Jesus in your life, you know, as soon as I dismiss, I'm going to ask you to make your way up to the front, you know, and just receive that gift from Jesus, which is himself, you know, which is salvation, which is what he came. He came to save, to seek and to save everything that was lost. And that's a relationship with Father God. You know, if you're like, yeah, I want to be able to turn to my father and I don't feel that way. You know, I want you to come up front this morning and just get prayer. And then second, if you need prayer for anything, if you if you have pain in your body, if you've been diagnosed with with something, you know, just come up front and let us let us pray for you. We this year we saw miracles. We saw tumors disappear. We saw people getting healed from cancer and diabetes and arthritis and and this is stuff that God heals. You know, if it, it, anything. So this morning, you know, I'm gonna pray for you. And then when I dismiss, if if you need prayer or you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to receive the gift of Jesus, just come up to the front and let us pray. Let this be the day. On Jesus' birthday, you know, that you reconnected with him, that you gave him your heart, that you said, all right, I'm not, I'm not walking away anymore. I'm not yielding to fear. I'm remembering his word, and I'm saying yes to him. So, Father, I thank you this morning for every person in this place. I thank you for everyone that is watching online, God. And I thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you that our hope is in him, that we are not hopeless, that we're not in despair, that we are not in destruction, but that we are safe in you. We are safe in you, and we thank you for your life. And so this morning I ask God for a blessing. I release a blessing over every family in this place, over everyone that is watching online. I release a blessing of joy and peace, and, uh, and health, and prosperity, and laughter. Laughter like you haven't laughed in this whole year. That this would be amazing, amazing Christmas celebration with your family, with your children, with your loved ones, with your friends. And that you will laugh like you haven't laughed in this year. I thank you, God. I thank you. We thank you for healing bodies. We thank you for healing hearts. And we thank you for the gift of salvation. And we say we love you and we magnify you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.